stuff. Welcome, you made it, the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. Thanks for listening. You have found your source for all things good stuff, from movies, books, music, and TV shows. Everything that you hear about on this show is good stuff approved for your family. On today's show, we welcome Johnny Bragar, an incredibly talented musician from Seattle. And if you stay tuned all the way to the end of the show, you can hear his song, My Neighborhood, in its entirety. We'll also have a four plus one segment. We'll page Dr. Eric and potentially we'll even be horsing around. If you have any questions or you need to know anything about our podcast, you can go to www.goodstuffpod.com. It's actually three W's, www.goodstuffpod.com. And if you have a second, please, in iTunes or your podcasting app, go find us, the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Rate, comment, and subscribe. It means the world. Your support is what keeps this show going. Thanks so much, and we'll catch you at the end of the show. It's 4 Plus 1, the top four songs in my Toyota Sienna that my kids request over and over, plus one song that I try to get my kids to listen to and enjoy. Coming in at number four this week is Miss Mary Mack by Ella Jenkins. This is a great one. It gets faster and faster and faster, and Miss Mary Mack happens to be a favorite book and story in our house. Silver buttons, 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 all down her back. Back, back, she asked her mother, 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 for 15 cents, 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 to see the elephants, 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 jump the fence. Coming in at number three is Knock to Puss by Recess Monkey. I had a great talk with Jack from Recess Monkey. They have a brand new album coming out in just a couple of weeks. And Noctopus is a great combination between a bluegrass, punk, stomper mixed with just a little bit of stand-up comedy. Coming in at number two is the classic Aiken Drum by Rafi because his hair was made of spaghetti. Spaghetti? Spaghetti. And number one, this one has been requested a lot. Three times on the way to school, three times home, five days a week. Let's see, that's six times a day times five days a week. That's 30 times I heard this song this week. And it's I'm a Little Dinosaur by Randy Kaplan. to save the dinosaur to get him to stay with us on this side of the horizon what's it gonna be how about oh no and then my talk with johnny bragar made me think about my plus one this week i thought about seattle and all the great music that's come out of seattle and i thought about one of my favorite songs of all time that comes from a seattle band pearl jam that's right it's even flow by pearl jam from the album 10 and my two and a half year old when she heard this she said turn it off daddy Hope you enjoy. 
this has been 4 Plus 1. If you like what you heard, you can find all this music on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon. Support these artists. 4, four Plus 1. <laughs> Love to welcome to the Good Stuff Kids podcast, new friend, Johnny Bregar. Johnny, how are you? I'm doing great, Michael. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's truly, it is my honor and privilege. Um, you uh, you are a, a well-known name in the kindy music industry. What is what is kindy? Can you like just explain that in a few words? Uh, it's just, you know, all, all the musicians who just never made it. <laughs> no, um, no, it's not true. Um, so, you know, kindy is, is really just sort of a movement of independent artists who are devoted to producing high quality kids oriented family oriented music and um and songs that you know the whole family is going to enjoy and that they they don't have a major backer you know they don't they're not signed to a big record label so they haven't made it yet right. but you know there's a there's a lot of people who um who are moving that that way the okidoki brothers obviously are are probably headed toward a, a you know bigger bigger level of fame tim kubart you know he's already doing really well um recess monkey is is uh you know they signed with a, a really great promoter um and those guys have been really cranking it out too so you know some of these bands are really really good and it's just going to take a little time for them to sort of get discovered in the mainstream if that's the if path that they want to go you know right, that's th- cool. there, there are a lot of advantages to to stand in control of your own destiny and that's kind of what i've chosen at least right now and so yeah so kindy is just like this sort of little bit of a independent kids oriented movement and it's been really cool nice um so what i love about your music and your albums is that you pivot from song to song so for example a song like airplane which is like just a beautiful pop tune um you go right into the next track which is owl which is like this massive massive <laughs> bluegrass, blue, bluegrass yeah. stomper and uh so i'm just wondering who are some of your musical influences oh uh, you know um to be honest with you like the real core influences that I had um, when I was young were certainly the Beatles, mm-hmm. um, the Beach Boys, you know, uh, which which in, in their day were pop, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and but but I gotta say that Ray Charles and BB King gave me a sense of what it's like to really have some serious soul mm-hmm. and and understand that whole concept of like just the just the groove the rhythm of the song how it feels not even the musicality not even the the melody part but just the rhythm and how it feels and how to make that shine in a song and how to feel it as a musician yeah um so those guys you know i would uh, uh you know i would take ray charles songs on my dad's record player after school or on a saturday morning i'd blast it and i'd I'd sit down at the piano and, you know, you know, I mean, I was just like all over the place um, trying to repeat exactly what he did. Um, and uh, anyway, yeah. yeah. Just, just so fun to play that stuff. Yeah. It's so fun. Um, so you're from Seattle, which is a legendary music city for, uh, you know, a variety of reasons from, yeah. you know, from Jimi Hendrix to Pearl Jam 
Um, and I was, uh, and it's also becoming really well known for high quality kids music, which you spoke about. Um, and so what do you think it is about the the music community of Seattle that's so supportive of, of this kindy kind of thing? Yeah. Um, well, I think two things really played into what we, uh, have here, which we call it kindependent, which is this, uh, group of about six or so, uh, artists that have come together and work fairly closely together. We play a lot of shows together. And, um, you know, it was really Recess Monkey sort of inviting us all over to sing on their one of their records. Uh, so, you know, me and Casper um, Baby Pants, Chris Ballou, uh, uh, The Not It's, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Harmonica Pocket. Right. Uh, you know, those are the groups that kind of came together. And, and we, um, we all, you know, we, we all met each other for the first time. So, well, we should get together and, and kind of talk about the world of, of uh, independent kids music in Seattle and just see, you know, what, ha- what ended up happening was you know, everybody had mutual respect for one another. Uh, everybody respects everybody's musicianship. Everybody's solid, you know, mm-hmm. making great records and working hard. And that just translated into kind of an instant relationship. And we decided to form, you know, a very loose knit uh, almost like sort of coalition of, of Seattle-based kids artists. And we have used that it, uh, to really help us out as we get, you know, move through the, the world of booking shows. You know, like, somebody can't make it. Well, we, I know right. that, that if I contact, you know, um, you know Danny at the, in the Not Eds or, or Chris, you know, if those, those guys are going to be able to sub for me, no problem, and vice versa. I can step in, I can sit in and... and take their show if they can't make it. And it's a good reference system. Um, we all talk, we can talk to each other about how we book shows and, you know, uh, how we get paid and, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's, it's great. And, and we all help promote each other's shows. We do a lot of shows together. So yeah, it's been from that side of it. It's been great. Yeah. So, and then for the flip side, there's all these families that right. are just you know, starving for music mm-hmm. and, and there's, there's a huge market for it here. Um, I don't know what it is, except, you know, Seattle has a lot of rain and maybe people want to come inside in the, in the wintertime and see a show. Um, right. it's, it's, definitely a, it's definitely a great atmosphere for uh, creating and performing. Uh, Seattle's been just stellar for that. It sounds like a, a very honest and supportive and transparent community amongst that's great. You, you musicians, and that's a, an amazing thing. That's really really cool. So Seattle, I've never well, I've been to Seattle once, I should say, but I was very young and I don't remember it. But um, your song "Neighborhood," yeah, uh, it features quite a cast of characters from Mr. Jones, <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Chin, Sweet yeah. Delilah Jacobson, which is a beautiful lyric, yeah. um, and Little Danny Flanagan. Yeah, uh, the neighborhood sounds amazing and ideal. And I was, I'm wondering, like, uh, are, are these real people in your life? Is this what the neighborhood is like? For, for well, you? you know, they are real people, um, uh-huh. but they aren't necessarily right in that one neighborhood. Uh-huh. But uh, you know, they're they're all people that I have identified with in Seattle, and it, you know, it's a multicultural city, and there's just some wonderful. Um, you know, it's not as multicultural as you know Miami or New York or anything like that, but it's you know it's beginning to, to become more diverse and um, all those personalities are real people in my world. Mm-hmm. And um, I just put them all on one street. Um, yeah. And it was a little bit of a nostalgic song in a lot of ways because we moved from that neighborhood. 
um, we, we moved to Bainbridge Island, which is just a ferry ride uh, away from the downtown Seattle. It's uh-huh. so a thirty-minute jump on the boat, and you're there. Pretty cool. But but it was it was a big move for the kids. Yeah. And they used to be able to walk out the front door and stroll down the street and see so and so gardening and so and so playing ball in the front yard, and that was uh, just sort of a you know way of of recognizing what a great place we lived in and all the cool neighbors we had and also trying to encourage people without being a pushy about it mm-hmm. to embrace the diversity in your, in your neighborhood, you know, yeah, yeah um, totally. all those people have something to offer. Right. So is the song Molly Joe, uh, yeah. which my daughter loves, oh, cool. loves it. So is that an, yeah. another, I mean, it seems like that's another neighbor type song where, yeah, yeah. Neighbor moves away. You're not, you're yeah. not scared to go for the, for the big feels. Yeah, that is, um, you know, that's my, my son Toby's very, very best friend, Fanola, who he moved from. So the song is, is kind of from um, the perspective of maybe, uh, it's from Molly Joe's perspective, right? Uh, Or, I mean, you know, and, and it, and it really pulls the heartstrings. You know? Totally. It, yeah. You know, we, we moved away. We moved, yeah. we moved, as, we're not, not as far away as New Orleans, but we, we moved, you know, we moved far away, yeah. uh, you know, far enough that we don't see them as much. Yeah. And that's, that's powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried not to make it too depressing, but you know, it was a sad thing. And I think, you know, there's a lot of songs out there for kids and families that are make you jump up and down happy and scream and yell and be happy and up all the time. But you know, life life has its ups and downs. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And sometimes yeah. you 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 gotta acknowledge those emotions of yeah. of, of of moving away from a good friend. And yeah. I I think it's okay. I think yeah. it's okay. Totally. I mean, what's what's amazing is so that song comes right after my favorite, which is Poncho. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> it, which is like just as uplifting and fun as you can as you can be. So I mean, yeah. you're going for real emotion. You're going for a real real thing, and I and it and it comes through, and that's really yeah. Thank it's you. really really awesome. So I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. So so tell me about Poncho. How how did how oh, yeah. the inspiration for Poncho? Man, you know. He's just a total fictional character. There is just, I mean, I love to travel uh-huh. and um, my kids love to travel. So that's about the only thing that's like reality. I just, I wanted to take, I wanted to take this kid up and, you know, up in the air with a bunch of balloons and let him see the world. And, yeah. and but I also wanted to, um, you know, kind of point out that you don't, you don't need lots of stuff mm-hmm. to make you happy. Right. You know, you don't you don't need to have, you know, a car and a telephone and all those things that, you know, everybody in modern society seems to have. You can still you can live in a little town in Mexico and not have a lot, but still have friends and you can still go travel and meet people and experience life from a more kind of realistic perspective and come back home and your friends are still there and your neighborhood's still there and the things you love are still there, even though you don't have a cell phone. It's okay. It's okay. Totally. Yeah. That's great. Um, so oh, you've got a lot of musical experience. You've put out several albums. I'm sure you've played lots of different places with lots of different people. So, um, either, either family music or otherwise, what's been the coolest musical experience you've had in oh. your career? <laughs> um, well, uh, you know, I gotta say I've, I've been very fortunate 
I'm not as big as a lot of people, but I've had some really great moments. Um, with my old folk rock band, uh, Big Spoon, uh-huh. we were kind of going from around 1996 or so to about 2006, seven, somewhere in there. We had a lot of great shows. One of the shows, uh, two shows, we opened for the Allman Brothers. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, uh, awesome. that was uh, at, at the Seattle, um, the concerts, the AT&T Summer Nights at the Pier is what it was called. It was down in the water at sunset on a legit, really big stage with, you know, beautiful sound equipment. And, right. you know, I remember uh, we pulled up in, in our drummer's pickup truck and, uh, you know, all the stuff was just, you know, crammed in the back. And we roll up right in front of the stage and stop. We start getting out, and all the guys up on the stage kind of look out, like, "All right, okay." They jump down, <laughs> like, "You guys, big spoon." We're like, "Yeah." They're like, "There's a little trailer for you back there. There's some snacks and some beers. Go make yourselves comfortable. We'll unload everything onto the stage for you. And then come up when you, you know, come out when you have a chance, and we'll we'll get you set up." It's like, "Are you serious?" And they wouldn't even let us touch the thing. We had roadies. That's amazing. We had roadies. The that Almond is, Brothers roadies. The Almond That's, Brothers roadies are yeah. your roadies. That yeah. is for, really for a amazing. Night. It was yeah. cool. It was cool. Uh, did, you and, to, uh, did you get to meet Greg? Nope. We uh, the closest we got to him, I and mean, we we were right next to him, and we saw them, but uh, we didn't really want to bug them because you know they. they they get bugged a lot. We got we saw Derek Trucks out front there, and we said hi to him. That's cool. Uh, which was cool. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I remember sound checking, and, and our drummer, you know, hits the, the kick drum, and it just, you know, it just echoed out over downtown Seattle, bounced off the buildings and back <laughs> to us. Yeah. It's like, boom, boom. Was like, whoa. Oh, this is rock um, and roll. It was something. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was one great show. And then um, I was also very lucky to um, have – landed a show at uh, Seattle's historic Moore Theater. Um, and that was a few years ago. Uh, I think it was two, 20, 2010 or 2011. I can't remember. 20, 2011 um, at the Moore Theater in Seattle. It's a beautiful old theater. And it's, it's also kind of one of those venues. You go there and you're, you, you know, you're up in the seats and you're thinking, I wish I could play there one day, you know. Uh, and I did, I did get to play there. That's and cool. I played with Recess Monkey, a double bill. Nice. And um, it was just a super, super fun morning. Uh, so that, yeah, a couple highlights from my, my musical career right there. That's yeah. very, those are legit highlights. That's very cool. <laughs> very cool. Um, so what, what's, uh, what's, what's in the pipeline for you? What can we be looking forward to yeah. in the coming time? Well, I'm definitely um, playing, playing a lot of shows this summer in Seattle area. And um, I'm looking to get down to Portland uh, soon here. And, maybe do a little bit of touring. It's tough with the family uh, to, to make the touring thing happen, especially when my kids are so involved in sports and things after school and my wife's working full time. So it's tough for me to get out for a couple of weeks or whatever to really get a good tour going. Eventually I'd like to, to be able to do that more. Um, but right now I'm just finishing up my fifth uh, CD that I'm self, you know, recording and, and producing in my studio. Um, it's a fun bunch of songs um, you know, again, I'm sort of going for that, you know, just sort of stories and vignettes that, that, um, uh, kids and families can identify with and appreciate, uh, the, the tale that I, that I try to tell, um, and, uh, just trying to get good sounds and, and make lovely melodies and, and yeah. sing well, and hopefully it'll, hopefully it'll come out. I, I think some of the songs are, 
are pretty good, but um, you know, we'll we'll see. It's I, I I'd say it's about if I were to guess, I'd say it's about four months out right now. Four I should be able to, cool. I should be able to get it out by by just around the fall. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, I would love to invite you back when the album's out to talk a little bit about it. It's been uh, amazing to to talk with you and to hear your story. And thank you. And, uh, we uh, we here at the Good Stuff Kids podcast love your stuff. Uh, All right. So how can uh, how can listeners connect with you if they want to find out more about you? Sure. Um, well, my website johnnybregar.com, uh, is is up and running, and there's lots of information there about who I am and what I do, and uh, you can see wh- uh, where I'm playing as well. I have a Facebook page and a, a Twitter account, and um, you know Johnny Brigar is the keyword to to enter in on all that stuff, and yep. you should be able to find me. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, good stuff, listeners. Johnny Bragar is the keyword. Well, actually, two words, but the key words. Well, Johnny, thank you so much for your time. It's really amazing to talk to you and get to know you a little bit. And good luck as you uh, are getting the uh, getting the album together. Uh, thank you, Michael. I appreciate you having me on the show. It's been really fun. around. I love you. I love you. You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Oh, that's we're best friends. We're best friends. Yeah. And now, a special treat. Horsing around with Dr. Eric. Poison from a snake can kill you in a couple seconds. Some of them can, you're right. Yeah, the strongest one is black. Do you like snakes? Yeah. Wow, we were, you're very brave. We were learning about reptiles. We oh, were in awesome. class. Have you seen, you've seen snakes before, like at the zoo? I've seen um, a diamondback. I've seen a diamondback. I've seen two different types of red tail boas. One's poisonous, one's not. Wow, that's pretty intense. I think yeah. one of them's different, I don't know. Yeah. Chew. Chew. Paging Chew. Dr. Eric. Paging Chew. Dr. Eric, you are needed at the Good Stuff Chew. Kids podcast. Chew. Chew. I am good. Good. I just ate two Oreo cookies. <laughs> well, uh, what kind of Oreo cookies? Mint. That sounds tasty. But um, right, we're going to jump right in here. I'm going to turn the tables on Dr. Eric for a second here. You ate two Oreo cookies? I did. Um, why just two? <laughs> well, you have to stop somewhere. I could stop at 10 or 20 easily. <laughs> But you just have to cut it off. You just cut it off, and you have the ability to do that. It's not easy. It's not easy. I had, um, I think I had five yesterday, like in five minutes. That's averaging one a minute. That's pretty good. That's that's a steady pace. It's just, so, like, because I ate them so fast, that means, like, my metabolism. We're going to have to talk about metabolism at some point. But that made my metabolism higher, which meant that I lost weight while I ate them, right? Of course. <laughs> Awesome. Um, Dr. Eric, how are you? I am so good. How are you, Mike? I'm good, but truly the question on everyone's mind is, why am I so itchy? Are you itchy, Mike? I'm itchy right now. What What makes you itchy? I don't, well, like right now my nose is itchy. I don't know why. I'm, uh, my, uh, my eyes were itchy earlier. My mm. arm today, like right by my elbow, mm. itchy. And not to mention... My forehead, right now, huh? Itchy. 
a lot of different itchy areas yeah. for you. Yeah. Well, you know, your skin is telling you something. Really? Yeah. When we're itchy, our skin is telling us that something is bothering it. Huh. Something is causing irritation. And the little nerves that we talked about before in our skin then tell our brains to scratch. Okay. And really what we're trying to do when we scratch is actually remove whatever it is in the skin that's causing that itch. And what's, what's so cool about our brains is that even if we don't actually remove it, when we scratch, our brains just shut off the itching like a light switch. Really? Yeah, so we feel better when we scratch, even if you don't remove whatever it is that's causing the itchiness. Whoa, like a light switch. Our brains right. can turn off the itching. That's right. It huh. is fascinating. Is it, so like, are there different light switches? Like if I have a itch on my head versus an itch on my nose versus my chin? Absolutely. Yeah? Wow. Absolutely. Wow. What about like different kinds of itches? Because like... What if I, like a mosquito bite itch, for example? What's that kind of itching about? Well, I wouldn't say there's necessarily different kinds of itching, but there are a lot of different causes, the mosquito bite being one of them. Uh, I guess something else you can get outside, uh, poison ivy. Oof. It could just be that you're hot and sweaty or, you're, or your skin's too dry. That happens in cold weather. Oof. So it sounds like whatever I do, no matter where I go, I'm going to be itchy. I think for you, there's going to be a high propensity for itching. <laughs> it could be allergies. Do you, get, do you get those? I do, yeah. Yeah, allergies. That can make your nose and your eyes itchy. Uh, you know, it could be just like a new lotion, a new soap, uh-huh. a new laundry detergent. Mm-hmm. If you're trying something new, might set this off. So you have to pay attention to those things. What about, so I have some hair on my face that's called a beard. Sometimes uh, I shave off my beard, and when my beard grows in again, it's really itchy. Yes. That's natural? It is natural, and I feel that all the time. But when your beard gets longer, it's less itchy, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think as the beard gets longer, the hairs kind of smooth out, and it doesn't irritate the skin as much. But when those little hairs are first coming in, uh, they're very irregular and jagged, and they can irritate the skin. Huh. Interesting. Yes. Wow. Um, anything that I should know? I'm sure you get a lot of um, a lot of visits from patients who have just like one itch. Like, what if there is there such a thing as an itch that won't go away? Because that would be terrible. Well, it can be if there's a, a cause of the itch that needs to be treated. Like, if someone has allergies that won't go away, those need to be treated. If you have poison ivy that needs to be treated. Uh, sometimes people might take a medicine that might make them itchy, and maybe the, it will continue forever oh. until the until that medicine is stopped. So sometimes that can happen. You just have to figure out what it is that's causing the itch. Huh. So it's really a lot of detective work to get to the bottom of what is making you itchy. If it is a persistent itch that won't go away, you have to be a detective. That's right. Hmm. Okay, well, Good Stuff Kids podcast listeners, put on your Sherlock Holmes hats and figure out what's making you itchy. And let Dr. Eric know, goodstuffpod at gmail.com. Thanks, Dr. Eric. Thank you, Mike. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.
and that's it. Thanks so much for listening this week. Hope everyone enjoyed the show. I want to thank Johnny Bragar for taking some time to talk with me. You should find out about him. Check him out. His music is very, very, very high quality, good stuff. I want to thank Josh the Lawyer for only being moderately sick this week. Thanks, Dr. Eric. Thanks to everyone who's listened and downloaded and supported and followed us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all those good things. You can continue to do that. And it means a lot to know that people out there are listening and supportive of the show. Thanks a lot. And now you can hear My Neighborhood by Johnny Bragar in its entirety. We'll see you soon. I was out walking through my neighborhood Sunny summer Saturday Yeah, and everything was good I could see my neighbors Some at work and some at play Everyone was outside Taking advantage of the day In my neighborhood In my neighborhood Mrs. Chen was busy as a bee Pulling up weeds Mr. Jones was gardening Planting all of his peas And sweet Delilah Jacobson hey, She's always nice to me She was singing songs to All of her family Everybody sing along now These are the people in my neighborhood Some at work and some at play I see these people in my neighborhood Almost every day Jumping up and down Tiny baby Keiko Yeah, she's the newest girl in town The kids were playing wiffle ball Out on the cruises long They asked me if I'd join them I said, okay, I'll play along, play along with you now. These are the people in my neighborhood, some at work and some at play. I bet you've got some in your neighborhood, too. So, you gotta be good, you gotta be nice. Better not fuss now, and you better not fight. 
You gotta be good. You gotta be nice. You better not fight. You better not fight. Oh, you gotta be good. You gotta be nice. Oh, you better not fight. No, you better not fight. You gotta be Stuff.